Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Teresa Mills. And you know, every week we gather around this table and we talk about everything from spiritual growth to being stagnant or unexpected divine appointments, whatever. But I want to talk about something that has happened in my life recently. And as I go... I'm seeing more and more benefit from it. And Teresa, what I'm talking about is fasting as a way of life. Now, that sounds intriguing. I am anxious to hear what you have to say about this because it's not something I'm used to. Well, I know that throughout the Bible, whenever the people wanted something incredible to happen, when they wanted something beyond the norm... God always said, pray and fast, pray and fast. And how many times do we actually take him to heart and do that? You know, how many times do we really say, okay, God, I, I'm going to pair this up with my prayer. I want to pray, but then I want to, I want to have this moment where I'm not thinking about anything else, that I am focused totally on this prayer, this closeness with you right now. And I'll I'll be honest, back in, oh, I don't know, 90 days ago or so, my husband and I, Mm -hmm. his, you know, he's got heart issues. And so we were just trying to wrap our brains around how can we live a, a better lifestyle and I I started seeing in, in a friend of mine specifically who is just an amazing prayer warrior had told me about prayer and fasting as a way of life and I said you know honey let's give it a try and some of our biggest obstacles in our our eating lifestyle has been eating at night, you know, like <laughs> sit down in front of the TV and that's when the snacks come out, you know, peanuts, popcorn, mm-hmm. <laughs> chips, you name it. We got we to snack for all kinds. <laughs> and and we just we just started doing that. Um, some people call it intermittent fasting. We're like at after six o'clock or so, we're not hardwired by it, but we just choose not to eat until 10 o'clock the next morning. Well, here's what happened. From we wake up at about 5 or 5.30 every morning. And always before we would have our quiet time. But something sweet has been happening in the morning. There's something so precious where... Teresa, I can't even describe it, but I wake up crying. Wow. Sweet tears. Like, I can't wait to rush in to my quiet space, my time 
with God and have that moment where we're just together and I'm not worried about what am I going to have for breakfast. I'm just totally in his presence Mm. in the morning. And here's the side benefit of this. The side benefit of this is for the first time ever in my husband's life, he doesn't need blood pressure medicine. He doesn't need cholesterol medicine. Wow. And we are having about a pound a week fall off of our body. Praise God. No, it's not earth shattering, but we're seeing that, okay, God tells us to pray and fast for so many reasons, so many reasons, but I'm beginning and I feel like somebody who's just cracked open the door to an amazing new discovery. I mean, this sounds just so amazing. I know you and Dwight for a long time. I I love that you're telling me this physical manifestation in his body that's happening, the healthy uh, pattern that's happening in your bodies. But when you talk about crying in the morning to just go spend time with God, that is so beautiful to me. But I would love for you to share with those of us who, I mean, what you just shared was beautiful. But let me tell you this, friends, uh, as much of an angel as Luann is, (laughs) (laughs) She is not like, everything is so easy, and I just decided to do this one day, and it all worked out beautifully. So, (laughs) tell, I mean, be honest with us. Tell us here, like, when you first started to try to do this, like, were there some, what was the tough part, and how did you get through that? Or, Well, I'll tell you, the tough part is we're creatures of habit, Mm -hmm. right? We, We get used to doing anything, And whether it's good habit or bad habit, whatever our habit is, we get used to it. And we do it without even thinking. Like every single night, every single night, I'm like June Cleaver. And I'm up (laughs) trying to fix something that will make my husband happy. You know, something that, and it's because I just love him so much that I'm like, would you like a fudge sickle? Would you like a mug cake? <laughs> How about some, you know, some <laughs> ice cream? You know, I was always just jumping up and he was always trying to be so he loved the attention and he loved that we would be giggling about that. But it was a bad habit. And so when we decided, OK, let's do something that is better for us physically and emotionally and spiritually let's let's make an effort because i'll tell you with all of these shutdowns of everything it's easy to just sit on the couch and become even more habitually motivated by the wrong things yeah and so yes the habits and the breaking of those habits are what's hard so here's Here's the truth, like the first, probably the first week, um, we would go, oh, kind of missing my snacks at <laughs> night, you know, this is because you get in a routine. Yeah. And so instead, we would try to pick up something to read that was, you know, spiritual or something that would get our mind off of it. But I'm telling you, there are a lot of things that. Uh, a lot of times when your stomach is growling and it's going, 
hello, I'm down here, <laughs> feed me. Did and, you forget about me? <laughs> <laughs> and the reality is we had just finished eating, so it wasn't hungry. And, and so we just started drinking more water because when we realized that we were not hungry, I, I was like, honey, let's look at this realistically. We're not hungry. We're just used to doing this. So yeah. let's just have a big old glass of water. Let's play a game. Let's read a book. Let's do something different. And then let's pray about it. You know, let's say, okay, God, you're wanting us to get a hold of this lifestyle, but we can't do it alone. And we need you to get us through these weak moments. And that's exactly what they were. Weak yeah. moments. When mm -hmm. you just go, I want, and, and then you get, can I just be honest, you get a little bit, Snippy. <laughs> you get a bit hangry. Are you <laughs> cranky? <laughs> and and you know you know you take turns being cranky because I knew <laughs> that this was more me motivated to do this because I just you know there are things that would you want to get to the next level of anything. If you want to get to the next level of your spiritual growth, you have to do more than what you've always done. You have to dig in and say, God, I, I want to seek after you like buried treasure. I mm. want to care more about searching for you than anything I could find in my pantry. Yeah. I want to dig deep and find you. And God, I've... I don't know about you, Teresa, but during all of this mess we've been going through as a country and a nation and a, a world, I felt so distant and so mm. dry and so weary of all that's going on and the sadness of people biting each other and devouring each other. Mm. And I get so overwhelmed by it. And God's like, so when was the last time you came to me instead of just being weary with it? When was the last time you came searching me? Mm. And, and I, I, I had nothing. I was like, yeah, I've just been wallowing in the despair of where we've been and trying, like you say so many times, trying to have control over how this is going to turn out yeah. we don't have control if this year has taught us <laughs> anything it's taught us that we have zero control none mm. and yet we do have the ability to make a choice to say okay forget all those other things i can focus on my lord and savior and i don't have to worry about whether the world is falling apart around me. I mean, think about Daniel when he was hauled off into a distant land and all of a sudden he had to see life through a different lens. And I think that's kind of what this whole fasting as a way of life is. I mean, Daniel did it. He did it. Yeah. I mean, there were, yeah. there were so many godly people who were so in tune with God and they got that way because they abandoned their desire for everything else for a moment to focus on their relationship with God and say, I can't do this. I need you to 
help me understand the depths of your love for me. Help me understand where you're going in my life. Help me to understand all I have to do is walk the next step because God, yeah. right now, I don't know where I'm going or how I'm going to get there. But here's the truth. When I am not focused on food, when I'm not focused on others, when I am totally focused on my Lord, there's something amazing. It's like cracking open the door mm. when you have been in a dark, dark room and suddenly the light starts shining in and it can make you weep. Mm. You know, as you're talking about that, it, it makes so much sense because God tells us in His Word, He says that when we keep our minds stayed on Him, that that's when He will give us His perfect peace. Not even just peace. I love that that word is added in that particular verse, His perfect peace. Mm -hmm. Other places you'll hear that He'll give you a peace that passes all understanding, and we need all of that. But there's something about keeping our hearts and minds on Him where we have that perfect peace. And I can tell you, Luann, where I've tripped up so many times in the area of fasting that I <laughs> I start off right. And there's even a verse about that. It's like, oh, foolish person. <laughs> <laughs> if you started in the spirit, what makes you think you can finish in the flesh? <laughs> like, what are you doing? I start off right. Like my, my goal was to, to fast and pray. And somewhere in there, it became fasting. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to eat. And then it became, oh, okay, I'm losing weight. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to lose weight. And then before long, even what you had purposed as a, a godly intention of living a fasted lifestyle, fasting and praying as a lifestyle, if you're not careful, your focus can get right back off again. Mm -hmm. Then you focus on, on this is now a goal. Mm -hmm. And really and truly, the fasting and the praying hand in hand Yes. It's where, where the power is because the prayer is really the main focus to get closer to God, to hear Him even more. And mm -hmm. you do make it sound, you do, you do make it sound easy, although I know that you were honest about the struggle. The struggle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it, uh, it is yeah. a struggle, but here's the, it's kind of like when you start learning anything. You know, would you start learning and you've seen your kids go through this or you, if you're a teacher, you've seen the students go through this. They start learning something and all of a sudden you can almost see the light bulb come on. You know, somebody's <laughs> learning how to ride a bike. You know, whatever it is that you're learning, all of a sudden you see, oh, oh, and, yeah. and it's just like the heavens open up and you can hear the choirs of angels singing because you go, I get it, I get it. <laughs> well, that's kind of the way this has been. It's been like God saying, would you just do it? Would you just trust me? Yeah. And, and I'm not saying this to get a pat on the back because that is... Absolutely no, not yeah. it. But here's what I found. As we do it, it gets easier to do it. You know, it's like riding your bike. As you do it, it gets easier to do it. As you add two plus two, 
it gets easier to do it. You don't even have to think about it anymore. <laughs> right. It's the same kind of thing as you go. I mean, doesn't isn't that what God says as you are going? Like as you're living your life, do these things. You know, focus on me. And you don't have to be in a corner in a room doing do these things because as you do them, it's going to get easier to do them. And you're not going to grumble and groan about it. As a matter of fact, I bet Daniel <laughs> was looking forward to it when it was that time to spend. Because I know, I can tell you, Teresa, I know mm-hmm. when I get up, I can't wait to get in that space. And it's just the sweetest spot. It's a sweet spot. And I'm not always there, okay? I'm not. There are days when I race through it. But when I allow God to just wake me up, gently wake me up, say, hey, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time to get up and spend some quality time together. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Wow. I love that. And it gets that part. Life may not get easier. But it does get easier to want to spend time with our Heavenly Father when we're praying and fasting and building a relationship with Him. Yeah, and you know, that imagery becomes so real that He, He's there waiting for us. It's like you have an audience with the Creator of the universe, God Almighty. Mm -hmm. You're not standing in a line, you're not calling a number, but He's already there seated waiting. And sometimes we just don't show up. He's always there. He's never the one that doesn't show up. He's always anxious and ready to pour insight and wisdom and peace and hope and joy and just love on us. And it's it really does come down to, will we make the appointment? Will we follow through and show up? And I want to touch on this too, because you, you painted it so beautifully that you and Dwight are doing this together, but I'm sure... A lot of our friends out there are in a similar situation to me where, you know, I'm a widow. Maybe they're a single uh, for a number of reasons, but it's often hard. And I want you to hear what Luann said in the front of that. Like there's flexibility, even though they don't eat after 6 p.m. And then don't start eating until 10 a.m. Maybe your lifestyle is a little different, but that doesn't mean you have to cancel out what she's saying. Maybe... Because you don't get off work until 7.30 and you don't eat dinner until 8, then maybe that's what it is for you. And you fast from 9 until 1, 9 at night till 1 in the afternoon. And it could be something that you just tweak to see, how is this going to be a lifestyle for me that I'm fasting and praying? And so sweet when they were tempted, Dwight and Luann pray together, drink lots of water. <laughs> but if you're there alone, maybe maybe there is a sweet friend that is also alone and the two of you can have accountability on the phone or, you know, through Facebook or through a text. Say, "Hey, I know you normally eat a fudge sickle now, don't do it." You know. <laughs> Call me if you want to pray. Um, that might be what it eat. takes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Call me if you want to eat and instead we'll pray. Um, but I, I do think it's worth it, you know, because I felt in my own life this year, um, this is a tough year. It's been a really challenging season. 
And when we're physically run down, you want to pray, and then somehow you end up with one of these prayers. Oh God, I don't know how my thoughts got over here. I was I know I was I know I was praying for my children. I don't know why I started thinking about oh, forgive me, Lord, and you come back again and you you're out of focus and you're tired and you know, before long it's one of those uh you fell asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you wake up as like uh, I think I was praying, God, I'm really sorry. <laughs> but I believe the more we get in line physically the more we're able to focus spiritually and mm. and have what Luann is talking about, that you can hear in her voice that she weeps to be able to come and spend that time in God's presence. And, you know, we all have the opportunity to spend time in God's presence, and I do, and I love it. But when I hear you say that in that way, that sweet, my whole life is cleared for you, God. It's just me and you. Mm. This is our time, and there's nothing interfering not food, not a busy schedule. This is just me and you. I love that you call it a lifestyle. Mm. Well, it is fasting as a way of life. And you kind of can go back to Daniel in chapter nine, when he says, so I turned to the Lord and pleaded with him in prayer and petition in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. And then down towards the end of the long prayer, he's confessing and and asking for God to intervene in ways that were bigger than anything he could ever come up with. And so then at the end of that prayer, he says, Now, our God, hear the prayers and petitions of your servant. For your sake, Lord, look with favor on your desolate sanctuary. Give ear, our God, and hear. Open your eyes and see the desolation. And we do not make requests of you because we are righteous but because of your great mercy. Lord, listen. Lord, forgive. Lord, hear and act. For your sake, my God, do not delay. Because of your people, we bear your name. And you think about that. I mean, when we're praying, God, I know that I am not righteous. I know that. But God, for your sake, for the sake of your name, would you come in and totally revamp me every morning and help me to live my life in a way that is a way of life so that I can be strong and I can be on purpose for you? Because God, if my arms are weak and my legs are weak and I'm overweight and I can't do the things that you've called me to do because of my choices, God, help me, forgive me, and teach me how Mm. to do it better. That's so good. I'm convicted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I did not want to do this show to convict, but here's the truth. I I mean, (laughs) I I was, uh, when we started this, I was as big as I've ever been in my life. And, And I was like, God, I know that you have more in store than me sitting on the couch at night eating fudge sickles or whatever. You have something you want to do, even through all these things, but I, I'm i sluggish and I don't feel good and I feel distant from you. How can I change that? What can I do on my end to make better choices? And he, every single time, Teresa, took me to verses that said, pray and fast. 
So that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And hey, girls, if you've been around this table with us today, do not think that anyone is condemning your lifestyle. I'm just telling you what it's doing in my life. And I'm not setting the world on fire with record weight loss. I'm not. But here's what is happening. I cry and I crave God in the morning. Mm. And I am watching Him teach me what's really important. Yeah. And you can have that too. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.